It was very rare that people practice what they preach. But I found that, you know, everything that, uh, you know, that level of congruence made me feel like, the, you know, these are the people I want to be working with. And uh, no matter what it cost or whatever, I said to him, what is it that you want me to do? He said, you've got to do this. And I, I sort of said, here it is, let's do it. Until you don't improve that attitude, nothing else, everything else in your life is going to continue just like the way you are. So your life is actually based upon who you're being first thing in the morning because that's actually affecting who you are being for the rest of the day. Let's get straight back in to the second part of our chat with Lucky Singh. And I think what, what's actually quite quite um, quite good to probably share with you, something I saw on TikTok yesterday, which is my favourite thing, is uh, there is a, I can't remember his name now, but he sort of comes on Oprah sometimes. Uh, I think it's not Dr. Phil, but another guy with a moustache. I can't remember his name. Um, so he said when he was younger, because he's quite a well-known uh, sort of personality, you know, a bit like Oprah, but he said when he was younger, he had somebody who's quite switched on who wanted him to get out of his negative psyche. So that guy rang him up for 30 days consistently every morning and said to him, uh, I can't remember his name, hey, John, how you doing? How's your morning? And then he said every time he rang up, he would pick up the, this guy who's actually now very famous, would pick up the phone and say, hi, yeah, what? All right, I'm a bit tired. You're all right. Yeah, thanks. All right. Bye. <laughs> be like that, yeah? And then on the 33rd day, this friend of his kept ringing him to try and get him to be a bit more like, you know, have a bit bizarre. said to him, <laughs> he goes, uh, I'm, I'm not going to call you again. He goes, what? And he goes, oh, why aren't you going to call me again? He goes, every time I ring you, you actually just sound like uh, uh, you're depressed or something's really wrong in your life. He goes, until you don't improve that attitude, nothing else, everything else in your life is going to continue just like the way you are. So your life is actually based upon who you're being first thing in the morning because that's actually affecting who you are being for the rest of the day. Don't you realize that? Then he just smashed the phone down and then because he got upset with him. So then this famous guy now who's actually big sort of talk host or whatever, uh, does quite cool sort of programs like Oprah. Uh, then he said on the 34th day, he decided to ring up this guy. He used to ring him every day and just rang him up and say, hi, Mr. Walker, how you doing? It's really good to see, speak to you, you know, you know, that sort of thing. And then, uh, cause it actually, it really hit home said that's actually one of the, the biggest and most inspirational things that actually happened in his life. So I think that's a really great share, don't you think? Oh, yes, uh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Who are you being first thing in the morning? Because uh, I've tried a few things, but I don't – yeah, you've just given me the motivation to carry on with the things that I, I try in the morning because I, I often – I get the, – the wind changes direction. I get easily blown off my my supposedly, you know, thing I'm doing to be, be a bit more positive in the morning. But, uh, yeah, that story – it really gives me some motivation to, to stick to some of the things I've been trying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, another tip for anybody out there is this is my, this is my, like, this is probably the most amazing tip, which is a life-changing tip. Just take this one. Your life will change for sure. Um, and it's kind of weird how it works. It's almost a bit too AI or, or uh, you know, iRobot or something like that, yeah? Is, let's just say, you haven't got a TikTok account, go and set up a TikTok account from new. Let's just say your name is John Smith. You go and set up an account called John Smith 033300 because it's also John Smith. You set it all up. And all you've got to do is go to the search items and search 
things which actually relate to your well-being or what you want from a well-being point of view or what you want in life. So if you want more holidays, just type in holidays. If you want more, uh, be more spiritually connected to yourself, do that. Want to be you know, gong, you know, whatever it is, whatever the four or five things are, just start following those four or five people and maybe start watching those type of videos. Just do that um, for about half an hour. Okay. Believe me, that'll be life-changing. Do you know why? Go on. Because what will happen is that uh, every time you go into TikTok now, they sussed you out. So they'll actually just bring in things which are almost like your best friend and be like your twin talking back to you in the algorithm. That is actually probably, I mean, the, the algorithm in uh, TikTok is at a level of intuition uh, that uh, is a, even at a human level actually is really like uh, very, very advanced. It's like so advanced because whatever I, I used to, the re I reason I can actually vouch for what I'm saying is that uh, uh, at one stage when I set up TikTok, I wasn't really into, I didn't really understand TikTok at all. I just set it up and thought, okay, what's this? I didn't even know, you know, how it worked or anything. And I did by, by default, I just did this exercise. I wasn't even trying to make friends. I just went in and then every day I'd go into it. I'd be thinking something. And then when I go into TikTok, whatever I was thinking actually come up. I thought, what? What's happening here? I couldn't believe it. I thought, uh, I'm thinking about, why that guy in the office said that to me and why I didn't like it. And I, I was, and I didn't want to confront him. And then next minute I'll be watching TikTok and then it'd be something like when people don't, you know, when people don't confront you or you don't confront people, you're giving them the power or, you know, like you're probably giving the anecdote to solve whatever problem it was. So like literally is almost like uh, having a, friend that's actually an AI friend but actually who could actually read your mind that's how that, that actually happened to me about at least about 15 times in the course of actually using TikTok for the for the first about um, I'd say first seven eight weeks right I've got the TikTok account but I've never looked at it so yeah I'm going to start and put some some of the stuff I think that I think that that was actually uh, and I think what happens if you start following random people that you don't know so well just to build up your account uh, then the then you you don't really get those insights, um, or if you start doing lots of posting in a particular way, then you're going to attract a different sort of algorithm as well, maybe. Um, but on the whole, if you you know if whatever you whatever you how do you say whatever you're feeling in some ways actually will pick picks up on it. Uh, that's what I felt anyway. That was my experience. But um, maybe I'm actually a bit too philosophical because when I read into things, I, I maybe read it, read everything into a deeper way than most people would. Yeah. No, well, I'll give it a go. See what happens. See, yes, uh, <laughs> start following. So some... that, that's a bit quirky. I, I don't know. People, other people may not have the same experience, but that's certainly mine. Yeah. Thank you for for sharing that. Lots and lots and lots of wisdom. And now it's time for quick fire inspiration. Could you tell us one of your most inspiring films? That's a tough one, isn't it? Um, but to be honest, I, I do love the film uh, Shawshank Redemption because I think the way it's done, the way it's scripted, the way it's sort of uh, quite poignant, it's all about, you know, the underdog, the guy sort of that uh, done hard done by. 
So I think it's quite a touching film. Uh, I, I do like that one. Um, uh, but I also like that uh, other uh, comedy as well. What's that called? Um, Titanic. That's a quite a good comedy, isn't it? <laughs> well, I like the film Titanic. I'm not sure it's a comedy. but <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was my joke, actually. I thought I'd try and... I try, I try and crack a joke as well, and not to be too serious. <laughs> no, no, it's a, well, that is right because the next question is your most inspiring comedian. All right, okay. Um, can't think of his name now. Actually, to, to be honest, I like uh, Michael McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny. Uh, I think. He, um, I think it's uh, he's not rude, and I think he's just is just very, it's very light. You know, there's no, um, and it's not, it's not, uh, there's no real ego and it's, uh, it's doing funny voices and doing, you know, like more like a cartoon type character, the way he sort of uh, does it all. Uh, so I like that sort of vibe actually. He's got a very good energy about him. Yes. Uh, so I think, I, I think in some ways out of all the comedians, uh, because a lo- lot of comedy is actually around cynicism sometimes. Uh, but his comedy is uh, very lighthearted and it's sort of, uh, it's playful. So I think from, uh, as we're talking about inspiration, so in some ways I'd say he's an inspirational comedian. Yeah, thank you. One of your most inspiring aspects of nature? I think uh, walking through forests and uh, literally taking in the uh, environment, uh, you know, the fresh air, the trees, the, the aura of the trees, the energy of the, energy of the planet. Uh, I think... Uh, that that idea I sort of try and appreciate every day you know if I, if I can go out even for a couple of minutes and just look at a tree I think I try I try anyway I don't you know I think if you get caught up so much in your material or your physical or your financial life um, that you know you can miss the beauty that lies in front of you and that you know it's priceless you don't, you don't need to pay for it yeah yeah well said Thank you. One of your most inspiring aspects of design or style? Oh my god! Um, design or style—that's a tough one. Um, well, I used to work for uh, Geeves and Hawks of Savile Row. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm—I do actually love to dress up in, in my in my uh, smartest sort of gear. Yeah, you the, can smart today for listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I try try my best. <laughs> so I like uh, the old, you know, pinstripe suits, um, the button collars, the, the tie, the, you know, and the, uh, the, the, the you know the sh- the sharp shoes, and uh, looking like uh, ready to sort of hit the ground running and you know for business. Uh, I like I like that sort of uh, professional business look. Actually, uh, I sort of like, used to love dressing up for uh, for work and stuff. I used to take joy joy from actually dressing up. I still do, actually. I mean, uh, uh, I, I think I'm, I think what's one of the things I'm going to do even more so. I think that's one going to be my, my big thing in the next couple of weeks. But my intuition is to really press press home with the next level of dressing up. Brilliant. And I'm sorry, I've been a bit more relaxed in my office today with my. No, no, no. It's every, do their own actually, because I, I actually, uh, uh, I think. The environment I'm in, I always like to be the sort of best dressed. Actually, I sort of enjoy dressing up. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I think you know, be, being in a sort of professional business uh, property sort of sector, 
um, than the type of people I meet here. Uh, you're you're going to be meeting a lot of uh, high net people all the time. So uh, first impressions count in terms of uh, how you come across anyway in my environment here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of your most inspiring songs before you're going out. <laughs> um, well, the thing here is that uh, I also speak Italian, I'm fluent Italian, and uh, I speak th- two or three other sort of languages as well, uh, Punjabi, Hindi, Urdu. Um, so I've got a few different ones in different languages. Yeah, well, I'll put them in the show but notes. So if if yes, say them, and and then if you uh, if I can't, you can send me the links, and we'll, yeah, people can can listen to them. So, so the one in Punjabi is actually has got English lyrics, but it's got some Punjabi. It's got half. It's got the main line is actually in English, and all the lyrics are in Punjabi. So that it's called "Do You Know?" Okay, it's it's with the. Uh, singer called Daljeet Dosanjh. It's quite a cheesy song. It's a love song. It's about this guy who actually goes into um, a shop and uh, sees this girl sort of being hassled and he sort of uh, tells the guys to get lost and uh, then uh, they get a bit narky with him and then he grabs the girl and they sort of run off and then he, they sort of fall in love sort of thing and he takes her to his parents' house. And uh, it's called Do You Know That If That I Love You a Lot and You Know I Do Anything for You, all this sort of stuff. But it's all it's very romantic. I think I'm a I'm a I'm actually like a I'll be very honest, I'm a I'm a big, big romantic actually, I think. Fine. Yeah. yeah big romantic. So that was one song. Uh I'll pick one other if you don't mind. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, is that okay. <sighs> the other one is uh Another one is Sister Tune is really amazing. Um, it's an Italian one because I went to learn Italian Florence and that's the first Italian song I ever learned. And I actually decided to learn it so I could sing it. So I can sing in Italian. Not, I can't sing as like properly, but I know the words that make sense, but I can't, I'm not very good in tune. <laughs> so, uh, it's called Nonne Francesca. It's about this guy who sees his girlfriend with somebody else, but he's in denial that actually it was actually her because he says, oh, she loves me too much. How could she be with somebody else and betray me? And it's all of this, it's quite a short song, but it's actually, that's the theme. But, uh, it's not the words that I was so interested in because the words are not, it's not really necessarily inspirational, but the song is like, uh, got a really nice vibe to it. So it's the flow of it and the, the Italian is so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Called Nonne Francesca. And did you know who sings it? It's a singer called Luci- Lucio Battisti. But I can sing a couple of words if you want for me. I'll try. Okay, here we go. Ti stai sbagliando che hai visto nonne, nonne Francesca. Era bracciata poi, non può essere lei. Era bracciata poi. No, no, okay, I can't thank you. Oh, no, that's uh, yeah, it's first music we've had on. So, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, cl- <laughs> I can't clap. I'm holding my microphone, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not as good as Pavarotti, but uh, you know, maybe one day. And the last quick fire inspiration, your most inspiring aspect of travel. That's a good question, isn't it? Um, 
So would I like to travel to? Oh, or... Any, it could be a mode of travel, it could be a place, it could be something you do on your travels. I'm just thinking, actually. It's a tough one. Um, uh, if I had a choice of travelling anywhere, would I suppose travel? Uh, I have actually done quite a lot of travelling in my in my life. Um, let's just keep it simple. I love to, I've actually used to go to Sardinia with my kids when they're a bit smaller. And uh, it was just quite a simple beach with the seaside. And uh, I think literally just probably, you know, going back there, it wasn't necessarily like, like the Bahamas or anything, but it was, uh, nevertheless, it was quite a, it's probably like a, the good, good times when your kids are, bought, you know, like young and you sort of have fun with them. And, uh, I think going back to somewhere like Sardinia and actually probably revisiting, um, the memories of old in terms of when my kids were being brought up in that, those areas as going back there again. And enjoying the sun, you know, like going swimming, you know, maybe going back with the kids one day. I think that that's actually quite a lovely thought, you know, that's actually uh, making me feel quite emotional now. Oh, oh, no, thank you for sharing. I'm glad that question might have helped you find it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think so. my intuition, the things, all the questions are giving me now, that's been making me think, I'm thinking, what? Okay, I need to do that now. <laughs> good, good, good. We'll make it happen then. And, um, well, there's a question I, I'm going to ask it, even though we, we've talked quite a while because it's my favourite one, really. I love inspiring events that somehow dissolve barriers and make people feel as though they're on Team Human, the, the same team. Um, any inspiring events in that space that you can recall in your life? So explain. Sorry, say that that's like a T human. I probably missed that. Yeah, so yeah. But, uh, any inspiring event that's kind of dissolved barriers and brought people together, made them feel as though they're on the same team. Not necessarily a sporting team. I, I just mean a, a, a human team. Same team. Okay, I thought you said T. Sorry, <laughs> a team. Okay, inspiring events that brought people together. Team. Uh, that's a good question. I'm just trying to think about that. I think. Um, I think what's happened, I think for me, um, I think, I think I, I went to an event about, about, um, literally about 10 days ago. Um, so leading up to the event, um, on the November the 3rd last year, I had a bit of a sort of revelation, which is that, uh, I realized that, uh, I'm actually, um, uh, not necessarily taking responsibility of everything around me. And I'm letting everything around me take ownership of where I'm going. So I'm not really directing my life. My life is directing me. And, uh, it took like a very hard hit uh, in terms of certain things that were happening at that time, which I think were the inflection point. And, um, what's happened since then is <clears throat> so once you start seeking um, think, you know, how do you actually become the person you aspire to be? Then you become the person you aspire to be. Okay. Only when you realize that you want to be that person that you can become it. And it's only, and the, the thing is that because we're human beings doing, you know, who, who are not human doings, but human beings, 
if you learn that uh, being in the psychology of actually um, the person you want to be and in that vibration, then all the right sort of people turn up. And so leading on to that, I think that um, couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went on a training course with a guy called Adam Stock, who's like the leading expert on social media, who's actually done really, really well. Now, I sort of went in with a very open mind. Obviously, it's very difficult if you think that you're like big in social media, you know everything. Uh, but I don't think I know everything. I think I know very little, uh, even though I've got quite a strong following on social media. But we weren't really converting that much business from social media. It's actually very good PR and everybody knows me, but no point. You don't know how to actually make business from it because then you're just uh, using it as fun. You're not really doing it at a, in a formal way to actually make sure that uh, it pays your bills as well. Yeah. Yes. So I went along to this course, no sort of preconceptions or anything about what I'm going to get. Um, I got, I pretty much got blown away with everything. And in terms of what this guy said, what he did, how he did it, his process, his steps. And uh, so, you know, like it's very rare that people practice what they preach. But I found that, you know, uh, everything that, uh, you know, that level of congruence um, made me feel like, the, you know, these are the people I want to be working with. And uh, no matter what it cost or whatever, they said, uh, I said to him, what is it that you want me to do? He said, you've got to do this. And I, I sort of said, here it is. Let's do it. I can't tell you what that was, but so I'm actually now like a partner in their business partnership program uh, to work with them. And uh, because I felt a sense of um, synchronicity in terms of what he's saying, doing and the type of work he's doing, I immediately embodied all of that. I immediately embodied all of it and I've become uh, Adam Stott Jr. In terms of his communication skills, his attitude, because I just, I thought I embraced the whole concept. And maybe that is quite something quite simple, but the simplest things are actually the most profound. Yeah, you can tell it's had a deep, if that connection's had a deep effect on you. Yeah. Exactly. So I actually just took it on board, never looked back, and I just went for it. And then, so that's why everything I'm doing in the last 10 days, is now sort of at a level that uh, I wouldn't really be even uh, dreaming that where I'd be about uh, 20 days ago with my with my logical brain brain but with my intuitive brain uh, I knew, I knew I know and I think that might be the video you sent me a, a little video I think that maybe is that event which is yeah that's totally random that uh, yeah because I wasn't thinking about that event but there I think uh, yeah you sent a little snippet yeah. if you you with a couple a guy or two on an on an event so that's uh, so those two guys yeah Adam Stott and um, um, I think Ross Ross Templeton that's it brilliant brilliant connection well lots of exciting stuff going on in in your space thank you for that yeah what is the next book on your reading list um i've actually got four three books which i bought yes one is called heart-centered business and this actually is sort of links back to 
the philosophy that uh, Adam Stott was actually teaching us in business, which is to give, it's quite simple, which is that you give true value to people. If people feel the true value is there, then they'll want to work with you. But none of it's rocket science. It's basically, um, if people think that you're genuine and that you can give true value and it's from the heart and it's done in a very professional way and there's engagement and there's a process behind it, then business itself actually is a bit of a no-brainer. Mm. Mm. So that heart, heart-centered business is uh, written by another company, though, but it's actually the same theme. I haven't read the book yet. I bought it, but it's actually sitting in my bag, which has been there for about two, three, two or three months. But I, I just sort of sometimes just flick through bits and just think, okay, read that bit, read that bit. So that that's a company that's very successful at actually helping businesses to start looking at their values and actually working through their values and attracting the right clients so they're more likely to be having longer-term relationships which are more synchronistic with who they are, what they're, what they're about, and actually allows them to be making more solid business relationships rather than uh, relationships which uh, could actually fall, fall apart quite quickly because your values are matched. That, that's, that's the essence of it. I need to read it for my, my 3D virtual tour business. Yeah, thank you. So that was one. And um, that was the other one. I bought two more. Yeah, I think the other one was... I was waiting for the airport a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one was um, something like F something something K. You know, work work is not making you happy. Then find what makes you happy. Something like that's the title. I can't remember exactly what it is, but that's the other book. I haven't read that one yet either because I decided not to be like literally working. I need to be just uh, enjoying myself. They should be joyful and people should be literally you know, love it, loving what they do, and, and that's my spirit. And then the third book was uh, something like, um, I don't want to do work with stupid people or something like that, I can't remember. But what it is is about uh, personality types, uh, relationship strategies, because you've got four different profiles of people, what they're like, and how they if you put them into teams, how they work well together, how they don't work well together, and really how to manage each of those profiles. So, I've got a quite a deep interest in sort of relationship strategies because I sort of talk about it in some of my interviews and things. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you've got plenty, plenty of reading as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you for all that. So I think that that is about it. It's been an amazing, amazing chat, and yeah, maybe we can follow it up at, at some point. And uh, if if people want to get in touch with you, how how should they do that? Okay, so if they want to get in touch with me, the best way is uh, um, I can give you my number, WhatsApp me, 07979 uh, or you can email me at uh, info at luckysing.co.uk, spelled L-A-K-H-I-S-I-N-G-H.co.uk. <laughs> that's yeah, the first guest that's given the the number out but yeah thanks thanks for that no problem i actually i get the buzz from actually helping people out so i actually want it more for other people than they, they want it for themselves quite a lot of the time so i'm always uh, glad to be of service if anybody wants any help with property finance buying selling property getting buying properties want to help in business development social media anything i'm always happy to sort of uh, provide you advice and guidance 
Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me on. Thanks, Lucky, for sharing so much of what is going on in your life. Here's Lucky's second top 10 hits of inspiration. One, get inspired by how having a more positive approach to first thing in the morning might beneficially affect a load of other areas of your life. Two, get inspired by searching on TikTok for people who post videos on things that you want in your life. As TikTok, the algorithm, will give you loads more videos on these same subjects, helping you connect to it more and maybe attract it back in your life. Three, get inspired by comedy that has good, light-hearted energy, like Michael McIntyre. Four, get inspired by getting dressed up in your smartest stuff and the joy that you can have from this, like Lucky. And also, because first impressions can often count so much. Five, get inspired by being a romantic. Six, get inspired by learning to sing a song in a foreign language, like Lucky did in Italian. Seven, get inspired by going back and recreating holidays from when your family was younger. Eight, get inspired by synchronicities. Nine, get inspired when things resonate so much and are so congruent that you just have to sign up, like he did with his new social media partners. And finally, number 10, get inspired by giving people true heart-centered value in business. Thanks for joining me today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.